Yo, what is up, everybody? I'm back. I know I posted on uh, Fascist Book that I was going to record another episode this Sunday, but I ain't doing shit else today, so I figured I'd get it done. Going to try and put out more content every, every other day or at least once or twice a week or every other week or some shit like that. But I got kind of a funny fucking story to tell y'all. And it happened at work. Not last night, the night before. And I was floating back and forth. Because uh, my line was shut down for the night. Well, for a couple hours. Uh, they were running a different line. And they already had two people running that line. And then... I was running back wall and doing back wall trucks and, you know, and I, I like doing that. I like flo floating all over the planet being able to, you know, take my time with something to make sure it gets done properly, gets done the right way. And these trucks are able to get filled up and, you know, stacked properly so that there's enough room for anything else that needs to be put in after I already get done with it. So, I'm hitting this backwall truck. It's one of the biggest backwall trucks we had. And I'm sitting there and I'm contemplating and I'm thinking on how I'm going to get this truck to fit. Because Dayturn overcubed it. And what overcubing means is that if the truck isn't stacked from floor to ceiling, from beginning to end, the rest of the cabinets won't fit. And then we have to pull everything back out of the truck and redo it so that we can make it fit. And my supervisor comes over and he go he asked me to go down to line 10 to finish off the rest of the night. Because line 10's, one of his partners uh, went home because he said he couldn't taste anything. And I thought that was a bit odd, you know, because it was out of the blue, it was... Like, I don't know, I want to say 2 o'clock, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning when he went home. And my supervisor thought it was weird, too. And, you know, I'm sitting there working. My wife was working on the deck. So we were all having a good time. And we're sitting there and we're talking. And they tell me that the guy's partner was on the deck now he's not supposed to be on the deck he has no idea what he's doing over there you don't need to be up there during work while we're you know actually working and they tell me that they were using spray paint to repair one of the cabinets to do a color match and he stuck his hand in front of the spray paint and he got spray paint on his glove. Well, he turns around and starts licking the spray paint and then smelling it. And he gets from now, this is from what I was told. He gets on the ground, grabs a styrofoam cone. Now, the cones that we use for inside the cabinets, they go on the corners to help protect the corners. For when they're, you know, going down the rollers or inside the truck and vice versa, this, that, and the third, whatever. But he ate one. He started eating it. 
So I tell my supervisor. And he already got sent home. You know, he he was long gone. I tell my supervisor that he got played. And he's like, what the fuck do you mean? And I told him everything that I was told. His eyes got really fucking big. And he was like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you serious right now? I said, yeah, I'm dead ass serious. You got played. He was licking and smelling fucking spray paint. And he looks at me. He goes, no wonder why he couldn't taste anything. I said, yeah, because he was licking and huffing spray paint. That's why he couldn't taste anything. He's like, I, I thought it was weird because he came into the office and said that he couldn't taste anything. And we took his temperature, asked him a couple questions, and he said he was feeling fine. He didn't have a headache, no aches or pains. His temperature was good. He said, so it just was odd. And I was like, well, there's your answer. So he tells our higher-up boss, which I totally forgot he was going to do that. And I kind of felt like a dickhead for it, for saying something. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <clears throat> but he tells me that somebody already reported him. I said, okay, that's good. I don't really feel that much like a dickhead now. Well, our boss comes down and starts talking to the line supervisor about it. And the line supervisor started laughing. And we're down there, me and my partner, and we're watching all this shit go on. And my, my boss, he gets pissed. He says, this ain't no fucking laughing matter, this, that, and the third. And I didn't hear the rest of the conversation because I didn't want to get caught trying to eavesdrop so I just went back and started loading the truck and I was dying I was fucking rolling but that you know he's a young kid he's 19 I think and that shows you the immaturity level and the stupidity of kids these days and we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight you know, because over the years, people have been fucking stupid. Like, downright fucking retarded. You figure, a couple years ago, we had all them people... Well, actually, no, it wasn't that too long ago, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I can't remember how long ago it was, but it couldn't have been that long ago. With all those people going around inside supermarkets and licking food and putting it back on the shelf so to intentionally get people sick like why that is fucking retarded it's a crime to be honest with you it really is a lot of people got in trouble they got massive fines some people served time in jail for it but yet again that reverts right back down to the fucking immaturity level and the stupidity level that is unfortunately growing in this country that people will do the most stupidest things just to get some views online or on TikTok or Snapchat or Facebook, whatever the fuck social media they're on 
and it's just stupid. But, and then, you know, you go up to those people who were going around and fucking licking toilet seats and, and doorknobs and fucking handrails and shit like that. And I'm like, you are licking a public toilet seat. You don't know if that motherfucker has AIDS, if he has hepatitis, you know, all kinds of fucking STDs and this, that, and the third. Now, don't get me wrong. It is very hard to catch a disease from a toilet seat, from just sitting on it. But if you are intentionally going there and licking it, and licking doorknobs, and this, that, and the third, you don't know what the fuck was done on that toilet seat. You don't know if that motherfucker was in there fucking beating his meat and busted his load all over the fucking toilet seat, and this, that, and the third. You don't know if he had sores on his ass cheeks or whatnot, and he has all the fuck, whatever. You don't know. That shows you the stupidity level of people. Okay. Now let's fast forward a little bit about those people on fucking YouTube or Facebook shooting themselves in the playing Russian roulette with a revolver. By pointing it at their feet. And people, the one dude I watched, he actually fucking dumped around into his foot. Everybody called it fake. So he gets back online and does it again to his other foot to prove to people that it wasn't fake. I don't give a fuck if you call it fake or not. I'm not fucking shooting my damn self. That motherfucker needs to be put on medication. He needs to be institutionalized. Everything. That is why I feel that insane asylums need to be opened back up. Because some of these motherfuckers out here are just fucking fucking crazy. Like all these fucking people out here that they call Karens. I don't know where the fuck they got these name this name from Karen, uh, but I I watch them on YouTube all the time and it it just dumbfounds me how fucking stupid some of these fucking people are. I watched one where they wouldn't let her do something, okay, and she started fucking headbutting the door. She started shoulder checking it. She started screaming at the top of her lungs. Started licking the fucking window. And it's like, these are the fucking people who fucking the government and the news anchors and all all the news outlets are fucking listening to and bowing down to and taking their stories in this, then, and the third and believing them 100%. And it's like, you gotta be out your fucking mind. If I seen a video of this bitch screaming at the top of her lungs, acting like she's higher than a fucking kite on goddamn meth or PCP, and she's over here licking the window, shoulder checking it, doing all kinds of fucking crazy shit, I wouldn't believe a goddamn thing that comes out of her mouth. Then 
turn around, you got these dumbasses who are going, who are eating fucking Tide Pods. Now, I know, I know these events happened some time ago, but I'm bringing them back up because I'm bored and I need something to talk about, to be honest with you. But, why would you fucking eat Tide Pods? And the bad part about it is that these fucks got thousands of views on YouTube and on Facebook. And me personally, these this younger generation needs to wake up and realize that these people are fucking dumb. Tide Pods are not meant to be eaten. They are meant to be put inside your fucking dishwasher. Or your washing machine. I don't know what they what the fuck they go for. I really don't. Um, but there's chemicals in that that can do serious fucking harm to your goddamn body. They, it's just stupid. And then you turn around. And... I heard this one and I I just couldn't fucking believe it. They were packing bed bugs into pipes and bongs and smoking them. And then you got other assholes out here who were huffing wasp killer to get high. And I'm like, motherfucker, just go out and buy a bag of fucking weed. Really, go out and buy a bag of fucking weed or something. And I used to smoke weed. I used to smoke weed every single fucking day. Not one time in the seven years that I was smoking weed did I ever wake up and say, weed is not doing it for me. I'm going to go smoke bed bugs. Or I'm going to go huff waft spray to see if it gets me high. No. Not me. I would never fucking do that. And I don't understand how people fucking can do it. It's just... And you have to stop and wonder, like... Are these parents even fucking paying attention to raise their kids or to do anything with their fucking kids to teach them right and wrong of what shouldn't be done and what should be done and the consequences that could happen if you do said things? I put the majority of the blame on the kids for doing it in the fucking first place. But I also put some of the blame on the fucking parents for neglecting their kids to where they're too stupid to realize that that shit can fucking kill you. I mean, shit, if you're fucking suicidal and now don't don't fucking take this the wrong way or anything like that. But if you're really trying to die, just fucking do it. Okay. Now, suicide suicide isn't a fucking joking matter. It really ain't. I've been that low before. I've thought about it. But at my lowest time in my entire life, I have never thought about huffing 
wasp spray, smoking bed bugs, eating Tide Pods. I never once thought about that. Okay. These dumbasses are really, like, trying to fuck themselves up for no apparent reason. Then you turn around, and this one just happened recently. This black chick decided to get her hair to stay down. She was going to put Gorilla Glue in it. Of all fucking things, you're going to put Gorilla Glue in your fucking hair. And then cry when you can't get it back out and you have to get your head fucking shaved. And then you turn around and try and fucking sue the company who makes Gorilla Glue. You're the dumbass who decided to put it in your fucking hair in the goddamn first place. There's actually, there's products out there that, you know, will keep your hair down. It's called hair gel and hairspray. But you're too much of a fucking dumbass to actually contemplate in your head. Your Your brain must be wired completely different than the rest of us. Because anybody that I know would never fucking put Gorilla Glue in their hair for hair products. They wouldn't do it. No, I take that back. We, They probably would. They're stupid enough. They probably fucking would. Um, but we'd do it at... We would do it as a prank, you know, and we wouldn't do it to a female. We would do it to a, a, one of the guys in our in our circle, you know, because if a dude has to cut his fucking hair off, what they fucking do, right? you know? But if a girl cuts her hair off, has to cut her hair off, that's that's dramatic for them, you know. A lot of people would ridicule and bully them and be mean as fuck to them because they ain't got no hair. So I mean, shit. I, we used to pull pranks on each other when we were younger all the fucking time. I couldn't tell you how many pranks we've pulled on one another, but we did it. We didn't go that far. And we, you know, we were stupid with it, but we weren't that fucking stupid. Like, I shaved off my buddy's eyebrow while he was sleeping. We were partying all fucking night. It was like fucking five, six o'clock in the fucking morning. And everybody has this rule. You don't fall asleep at a party with your shoes on. And you definitely don't fall asleep at a party with your shoes on around somebody like me. And I have a different rule. I don't care if you fall asleep with your shoes on. But just don't fall asleep until after I'm asleep. Because if you fall asleep while I'm still awake and I'm still partying, you're going to wake up with some shit. Well, he woke up with his eyebrow off. And then I was so fucking drunk and high that I tried drawing it back on with my fucking sister's eyeliner and fucked that all up. There was another time uh, we were sitting there drunk, getting high. My buddy fell asleep on the couch and I fucking walked over. We had a bunch of fucking females over, this, that, and the third. And they took all took pictures with my nuts on his fucking forehead. We We used to have fun. Okay, we used we used to fuck each other up, but we used to be fucking. It was the best time of my life. You know, we we used to go out in the street, 
beat the shit out of each other for hours upon hours, and then come back inside and party. And have fun. And the next day, we'd go right back outside and do it all over again. We used to be outside from sunup to sundown. And we would find shit to do. We would either go on fucking bike rides for six, seven fucking hours. And do BMXing all over the fucking city. And we used to have a ball. We'd go up to the park and play football. We'd play basketball. We'd play on the swing sets. Or we'd just chill around at the house and smoke. You know what I'm saying? We'd get high. We'd drink and just fucking sit there and laugh and do all kinds of crazy shit. I'll never forget it. The one night we were we were fucking getting drunk, smoking weed. And I said, you know what? I want to throw like a little rave at the house with like glow sticks and shit. So we went out and we got, I don't know, probably a little over 200 fucking glow sticks or some shit like that. We had a lot of fucking glow sticks. And we cut. I cut the tips off of them, and we went throughout the whole fucking house, and just were splattering them all over the walls, on the ceiling, on the floor, and we used to have black lights, and we flipped those bitches on and shut off all the lights, man, when you're, when you're higher than a kite, you know, smoking blunt after blunt after blunt, bowl after bowl after bowl, and you're drunk, and you come walking into... The fucking house. And it looks like you went from Earth and automatically you just walked inside the house. And you went into like a fucking portal or something. Portal. And you're up in fucking space. It was that fucking trippy, dude. We loved it. We loved it. We used to take turns drawing on my bedroom wall. My wall, my sister's wall. Oh my goodness. There were so many fun times we've had. All the fights. I'm not going to lie. There's been some hectic times too. You know, we've had some fucking serious brawls at at my old house on Seneca Street. We used to have a lot of fucking brawls over on that house. But everybody knew, if you want to have a good time, you come down over to Dan's house. We'll, we'll, cause guess what? We're gonna be partying. And, you know, don't get me wrong, we would take our breaks and this, that, and the third from partying and drinking and shit like that. But we, we always smoked. We were always getting high. And I, I love it. I used to love smoking weed. But after a while, it gets boring and you're like, I don't want to keep spending all this fucking money to get a four hour high or you get fucking high and then you end up falling asleep or you eat directly after you smoke and then you're not high no more. Then you got to go spend more money. And it was just all, it was just all a bunch of BS and don't get me wrong. Smoking weed calms me down. It really does. It slows my brain down. It allows me to go to sleep and sleep comfortably. It relaxes me. I can learn 10 times better when I, when I'm smoking weed. But 
of course, people frown upon it, so if you want to get a job, you got to get drug tested. If they find weed in your system, you don't get hired, and then you're still out. You know, so it's like, if all you find in their system is a little bit of bud, who the fuck cares? As long as they're not doing it on company property, or they're not showing up to work high, or reeking like weed, who cares? If they go home after a fucking hard-ass day at work, and they smoke a little bit of weed to calm themselves down and to relax a little bit, who cares? You can't just go around being stressed out 24-7, 365 days out of the year, because life is stressful. Bills are stressful. Okay, work is stressful. You know, trying to manage your work life and trying to do everything right so that you can keep your job. This, that, and a third. It's just, it's a lot of stress. And then when they fucking mandate you to have overtime and this, that, and a third, and it cuts into your family time. And people don't like it when jobs start cutting into their family time. We understand, you know, you got a business to run and this, that, and the third. And, you know, you have deadlines. But don't cut into your fucking employees' personal time. You know, like the job I work now. They want us working six, seven days a week. 12 to thir- twelve to 16 hour work days. No. It ain't gonna fucking happen. You can get me to work a couple Saturday nights. But you're not gonna get me to work six, seven days a week permanently. Fuck no. I will turn in my badge and I will go work at fucking Dollar General. I don't care. I will make minimum fucking wage just until I fucking can get me a better goddamn job. But see... The problem is with kids nowadays is they're too fucking stupid to maintain a job. They get into a workplace and it starts getting hard, they quit. Or this is a big one in this country now, and I don't give a fuck who who it pisses off. They get into an argument with somebody, you're racist. If you're white, you're automatically... Races guilty by association. Just because my skin color is different from yours doesn't mean I'm racist. I've said that before on my last podcast. On my last episode. I don't care what color you are. You're equal to me. Until you turn the tides and you start acting like a fucking dumbass and start throwing around, oh, you're white, you're, you're gotta be racist because you're white. That's not true. Go fuck yourself, faggot. All right. But, anyways, then you got these fucking retards. Oh, we deserve $15 an hour to stand at a counter and take your order. No, you don't. You don't deserve that because half the fucking time you don't even get the fucking orders right. So if you can't get the orders right 100% of the time, you don't deserve $15 an hour. And me personally, that $15 an hour that you would be making... Needs to go to law enforcement. Needs to go to security guards, prisoner, uh, prison guards, military, the people who actually keep the streets safe and keep the criminals in jail. 
and make sure that the criminals don't run wild, those are the motherfuckers who deserve $15 an hour. They deserve $30 an hour. Me personally, they deserve $60 an hour. But that's just me. That's just me. Like, I make damn good money right now. Do I deserve to make that much money? Yeah, I do. Because I busted my ass from the time I was 18. I straightened my shit out. Got my life in order. Quit doing dumb shit. And learned. I can do construction. I know a little bit about plumbing. I know a little bit about electricity. I can hang drywall to say... Fucking... Jesus Christ, I've hung drywall for years. I can build from the ground up. I can build. You know, I am good in multiple areas. That deserves 15 to fucking $60 an hour. I can run a tow motor. I can run a forklift. Um, well, I know tow motors and forklifts are the same thing, but I can run a stand-up stand stand one. I can run a sit-down tow motor. I can run a powered pallet jack. I can run a scissor lift. I can operate a sh shipping. I can do inventory. There's so much shit that I can do. Me, personally, I deserve $45 an hour. But guess what? I don't make $45 an hour. You want to know why? Because they say, oh, you don't have a high school diploma. You don't have a degree in doing that stuff. So you must not know how to do it, so you don't deserve it. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Just because I don't have the degree, let me prove to you that I know what the fuck I'm doing. And that let me prove to you that I deserve that much money. Let me just show you what I can do. Don't just automatically judge me. Because if you just turn around and automatically judge somebody... Just because of what a piece of paper says, to me, you're a piece of shit. That's that's me. Because if, if I ran a business, okay, if I ran a business, on the application, of course, I'm going to look at the application. I'm going to do a background check. I'm going to go through the right channels. But at the same time, if you're... If your application said, oh, okay, I know how to run a bobcat. Okay, I have a bobcat. Get on it show me what you can do. If your application says that you can run a forklift, sit down or stand up. Jump on them, show me what you can do. If you lied on your application, then that determines how much money you, you're going to be making. I'm not just going to be like, Oh, okay, you don't have a high school diploma. I'm, I'm, you don't have no degrees in it, but you tell, you're telling me that you know how to do it. But since you don't have a degree, I'm not going to hire you. No, that's not how I do shit. If I, like I said, if I ran a business and you said that you, you know how to do certain things, prove it to me. Let's run out back real fast. Let's jump on a machine. Show me what you can do. And if you're telling me the truth that you can operate that machine effectively and safely then we can negotiate on your pay i'm not just gonna straight up say oh yeah okay you know how to do this you deserve 45 dollars an hour 
No, we can we can negotiate. I I'll bump you up from starting wage to whatever we can settle on. You know, it, it's about giving motherfuckers a chance to prove that they actually know what the fuck they're talking about. That's the problem with businesses nowadays. They want, like, I was putting in job applications the other day, and it came back, and I was reading the description of some shit, and it said, one to, one to three years experience required. Okay, where the fuck am I going to get the experience? Do you have a school that I can go to to get the experience? How am I going to get the experience if you don't give me the opportunity? That's that's why a lot of people just say fucking we're not going to get jobs. Because I'm going to take a quick quote from uh, my dude. Everybody knows him. He's a, he's a rapper. He says it's a lot more difficult to get a job than it is to purchase a gun. And that is very true. I can walk out my door, my house right now, go to the gun store and buy a gun. No ifs, ands, buts about it. Fill out the paperwork, pay them, boom. I wait about a week, go pick it up once my paperwork is done and filed through the ATF. Boom, go pick it up. But for a job, they want you to do, they want you to jump through fucking hoops to get, to even consider to be hired. I put in a job application when I got laid off from Weston Barker at Olive Garden in Niles. And I had my first interview. I told them I was willing to do any job that they needed me to do. I didn't care what it was. Bussing tables, cleaning dishes, preparing food, inventory. I, t- I told them I'll, I'll sweep your floors. I'll clean your toilets. I don't care. I just want a job. They give me a second interview and I ask them, do you guys have a tattoo policy? Because I know a lot of not a lot of places do have tattoo policies. And they told me no. Okay, sweet. And never got a call back. They didn't tell me why they didn't hire me. They didn't tell me give me a reason, you know, like, I was underqualified, or I was overqualified, or this, that, and the third, they just never got back to me, that's the type of shit right there that fucking really irritates me, is we will put in a, we could go and put in a job application somewhere, and they call you on the phone, set up an interview, and then they never call you back, don't waste my fucking time. The time I wasted sitting there listening to you blab on about some useless, pointless bullshit that I already knew about is the time I could have been used that I could have used to go find another fucking job. You just wasted probably two to four hours of my day that I could have spent putting in job applications and potentially get a different job interview and potentially to have a different job. But like I said, it is what it is. I got a job now. 
God only knows how much longer I'm going to be there. You know, I've already been looking at getting another job. Because my job's just... It's getting to the point... Ugh, it's getting to the point to where I have no time for myself. I have no time for my wife. I have no time for my kids. I have no family time. Because I work midnight. And I work fucking 12 to 16 hours a fucking day. It is very rare and it's very solemn that I get out of work at exactly at 10 hours or under 10 hours. Okay, it's very rare. Now, don't get me wrong. I get it. It's a job. I'm there to do a job. I, I completely understand. But... You gotta give your fucking employees time to themselves so that they can de-stress because, like I said, like I said, when it came to the uh, weed shit, if your employees have no time to decompress, all all that stress level is gonna do is just keep on going up and up and up and eventually they're gonna fucking explode and guess what? They're either going to explode and hurt somebody and go to jail and lose their job, or they're going to explode and lose their job. And then they're going to be even more stressed, and then they're going to be depressed because they can't afford shit. Now they got to go to unemployment and apply for unemployment. And unemployment's only going to give them half of what they're making now. So... Is you you gotta give be considerate with your employees, especially your good employees. You know, I'm a damn good employee. Yeah, I have an attendance issue right now, but that's because I have a lot of health problems going on. You know, but when my health problems are fixed and I'm back to normal, I don't ever like calling off of work unless it's absolutely necessary. So. It's like, I don't know what you want me to do. I really don't. But, like I said, this generation that's growing up are absolute fucking morons. I can't stand them. They're so soft. It's unbelievable. Like, my partner at work, he's a young kid. He's like 18, 19 years old. He was soft as he was soft as fucking feathers. Alright. But his skin is starting to harden because he's been my partner. You know, he's starting to talk shit. He's starting not to take things to heart. You know, because when I first used to when I first started working with him, I, I used to dog him. I used to dog that boy out. You know, I was always talking shit. I told him I'm always gonna be talking shit. Don't ever take it personal. I don't. I'm doing it for fun. You know this place is stressful. It's boring. If you can't joke around and have a good time with your with your partner at your job, you're just gonna have a miserable miserable time all around. That's why I like to joke around. I like to clown. You know. I'll walk inside the truck and be like, dude, shut up. You're a bitch. Go fuck yourself. 
He'll turn right around. Fuck you, Dan. You're a fucking asshole. You know? We have a good time when I'm... When we're both sitting there talking shit. Now, naturally, of course, when we're... Everybody has their bad days and... Shit like that. And... We know our limits when we have our bad days. Like, I've had my fair share of bad days, and he'd come over, ask me if I'm alright, and I'd tell him, yeah, I just need some time, and he steps off, and he don't say nothing to me for a while, you know, and then, yeah, when I'm starting to get out of my bad mood, he'll come out, and he'll, hey, Dan, go fuck yourself, you know, and I'll start laughing about it, and then we're right back to normal. And vice versa, I do the same thing to him. When he comes in and, you know, I can tell when he's in a bad mood or if he's upset. And I'll ask him if he wants to talk about it a little bit. You know, he's 19 years old. I'm 28, so I got a little bit more experience on him. So I, I give him some advice and, you know, give him some, tell him some options that he can look into to help fix his problem. And then he contemplates and he sits back and he does his job and he listens about it and he thinks on the shit that I said and he'll come back out probably 20 minutes later to an hour later and you're like, Dan, go fuck yourself. You're an asshole. I know. Tell me something I'm not. Tell tell me something that I already, that I don't know. You're like a broken record, bro. Know what I'm saying, my guy? Fucking do something different. Get some new material. But. Yeah. So I'm going to get off here for for a little bit. Uh, Hope you guys enjoy this. I know it was. I jumped all over the place with it. But like I said. I don't care. I'm not going to sit here and read from a fucking script. I, I think about shit that I want to talk to on the fly, and I just say it. I don't care. It's like right now, I've been I've been awake since midnight, and I've been I'm sitting here drinking a beer, got my cans of chew. I'm happy. My wife is downstairs. She's doing her own thing, and everything. So we're good. Oh, and I. I do have an announcement, guys. Um, I will be making merch here in probably the next, oh, I want to say week. I'm going to see if I can't get some done this weekend. Um, I'm only going to make like two or three t-shirts. Uh, this I'm going to try to do it this weekend. Um, if you want one... Let me know, either on uh, my Facebook account, or you can give me a voice message on here, and let me know what you guys, what size shirt. Like I said, I'm only going to be making two or three for right now. Um, when I do make them, uh, it's just going to be a trial run, just to see if you know, anybody likes them, and if they do like them, I will, the first 10 people 
No, I'm not going to go that high. I might do that with the hoodies. The first... The first three people will get their shirts for free. Um, so just let me know what your guys' sizes are. And I will get your shirts to you for free. Um, and you guys can sport them and rock them and wear them wherever the hell you want. And do whatever you want with them because they're going to be your shirts. Um, the hoodies are going to be a little bit more difficult for me. Oh, naturally, the hoodies I will... We will, you know, once I get everything done and squared away with them and they're done, uh, I'll contemplate on how much they're going to cost. And, you know, of course, I can't just do everything for free. I'm going to have to sell the stuff. Uh, as much as I would like to give away the merch for free, uh, I just can't because that's just taking money out of my pocket and... I want this to be like my business. You know, this is the start right here of my business. You know, and the the money that I make off of here and doing the merchandise is going to, you know, pay for my studio. It's going to pay for better equipment. It's going to pay for me to start doing, you know, video and voice recordings. It's going to help get more people onto the show and I'm not just going to get the same people on here to where we're just going to be talking about the same shit over and over again about guns and gun laws and conspiracy theories and shit like that because that shit's going to get boring not everybody wants to hear that bullshit you know just like when me and Justin get on this get on the shit we clown around we fucking clown you know what I'm saying? We have a good fucking time. My brother Rome is going to be on the show. I'm not going to be I'm not sure when, but he is definitely going to be on the show. Um my brother John, I'm going to try and get him out here and try and get him on the show too, you know, try and switch it up and have a couple different opinions and now, when I'm just gonna give you guys a fair warning, when me and my brother Rome get together, we're reckless. We don't care. It's, it's just how me and him are. It's always been that way. Anytime me and me and my brother Rome are together, it's just, whew, it's uh, it's it's an experience. I can tell you that if you don't, if you've never lived it. You guys would definitely have to come fucking see it or do something, you know. You never know. I might even fucking do, like, a live show out in the fucking side yard and, you know, have an actual audience out here. But, like I said, I'll probably be back on here in a couple minutes. I'm going to go downstairs, grab me another can of chew, use the bathroom, probably mess around, play with the puppy for a little bit. And then I'll be back on, guys. But, like I say, at the end of every fucking episode god bless the free america that's right i'm changing it up the free american